Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are here for another week of Concierge Confidential. And it's getting exciting. It's now coming into the summer months here in Vegas. It's now been touching 90 degrees. And with, you know, the weather getting warmer outside, that means you're going to do more outdoor activities, at least for those crazy people who want to be outside in the 100 degree weather. I am one of them because I do enjoy golfing, and that's what today's episode is going to revolve around, and that is golfing in Las Vegas. So I'm going to be going over some of my favorite golf courses, some of the more expensive golf courses, some of the more affordable ones, and kind of how sort of the whole culture of golfing in Las Vegas is. And yes, it is very expensive in general compared to other places, but kind of giving you ideas on how to you know book ahead of time, things to expect when you get here, and everything that goes into booking a round of golf in Las Vegas. So um, I will also be kind of just going over quickly sort of what I'm hoping for out of a restaurant week, which is also this week. But in general, this is going to be the golfing episode for Concierge Confidential here in the start of summer in Las Vegas. So please stay tuned for the golfing episode of Concierge Confidential. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so let's jump into it. So we're going to be talking golfing here in Las Vegas. So if you are a golfer, um, a really popular thing to do in Las Vegas, obviously, is to come with your friends for a bachelor party or for like Super Bowl weekend, New Year's Eve weekend, the big holidays, 4th of July, and play around of golf in Las Vegas. So uh, I know that it actually can be very expensive to golf in Las Vegas. So I tried to compile a list of some affordable spots. And honestly, I had never looked at these prices from a non-resident perspective, because as a Las Vegas resident or a Clark County resident, as uh, we kind of, uh, that's how we sort of denote if you're a local or not, uh, they do have discounts. So if you are a local listening to this, make sure when you're looking, you are looking up the Clark County resident pricing, because it's very important because that's actually almost half the price of what you would normally pay. So typically for a round at, let's just say Rio Seco, which that's in my part of town, that goes for between you know 200 to almost $300, depending on how busy it is, you can get it for almost 100 to $125, which is like a $75 difference from the $200 uh, price. So it, it's a huge discount regard, you know, depending on where you're going. So just know that some places have discounts, some places don't. And I think it's really important to be able to take advantage of these discounts if you are a Clark County resident. But for most of you who are visiting Las Vegas and probably listening to this pod, you're trying to figure out 
how can I get the most bang for my buck and what places are worth trying out and what places maybe you want to skip on your trip to Las Vegas. So um, I will be covering some of my favorite golf courses that I've played. There's also some places that I haven't played, but I know that have really good reviews and also some more affordable spots that I actually may have played and um, actually all the most affordable spots I actually have played on my list. So um, I'll be able to give you sort of an insider look on all that. So Let's go ahead and jump into it. So let's just kind of go into some of my top five favorite courses. So I'll be including the price for non-residents just because most of you will be coming from outside of Las Vegas. So we'll start there first. So starting with number five, one of my more favorite uh, spots that I like to go to is the Revere, which is over in Henderson. So I also, before we kind of jump into it, just know that most of these places will be off of the strip. Most golf courses, there are very few that are right next to Las Vegas Boulevard, which I do list a few of them on here as well. But most of these places you will have to drive to. So just know if you're going to be going to any, do any golfing in Las Vegas, you will have to essentially drive there or get driven to that location. So just keep that in mind that you sort of factor that into your budget. So um, I'll just kind of finish off explaining the number five spot, and that is the Revere, which is in Henderson. Um, I enjoy the Lexington course because they actually have two courses. So they have the Revere Lexington and the Revere Concord. So the price for this place is typically between $125 to $257, depending on the time of day. So uh, we'll kind of go into that as well, sort of just how, what times to book, because it's very, very important. But the Lexington course is a little bit more challenging. So if you are maybe just uh, an above average golfer and want to play a little bit more target golf, you want to play a little bit more of a challenging course with a lot of different elevation changes and a beautiful view of the strip as well, I would recommend the Lexington course. The Lexington course, I think, is actually a little bit more open. Uh, but it does have its challenging holes as well. So it's kind of a nice mix for anybody looking for a little bit of a challenge. So that is the Revere Lexington course in the Revere um, over at uh, uh, over in Henderson. But if you still want to play the same course, they do have another 18-hole course. They have two 18-hole courses. That's 36 holes for those of you adding it up. Uh, the other one is Concord, which Concord is the older course, uh, which that course is... I have to actually go back and check which one's older and which one's newer. But either way, the Concord course, I think, is actually a little bit tighter, a little bit harder to play. It does have some open – it does have more, I would say, open uh, open holes where it's a little bit you know easier to drive. But um, it doesn't suit my game because I like to play the ball uh, left to right. That's a fade. And it doesn't suit my game because it has a lot of draws, a lot of dogleg lefts, which doesn't work for me. So uh, that is the Concord. So similar price. It tends to be teams uh, tends to be between 125 to 150 bucks, just depending on you know what time you book. So before I kind of continue down the list, I kind of want to go into sort of the booking process for golfing here in Las Vegas. So uh, I recommend that you book your. It's just like anything else. You want to book your experience further in advance. You want to book your tee time as soon as you can. So reason being is because they do use what's called dynamic pricing. So uh, you kind of have to get in that sweet spot in time where if you book too far in advance, they will give you a very expensive price because they have so many times available. They're not really pressed for time in terms of booking these places. But if you book too close to the time, sometimes it'll actually be more expensive because again, uh, they are charging you for the convenience of booking that particular weekend, especially if it's a busy weekend where there's lots of golfers 
like let's just say right after the Super Bowl, usually like Monday or Tuesday, really popular days to play golf is on the Monday following the Super Bowl. It's one of the busiest days of golf in the calendar year. Uh, also big three-day weekends, Memorial Day, Labor Day, things that are going to have Monday off. Those tend to be very busy days as well, just like any time in advance. So typically the prices in general will be more expensive for the entire weekend. So a good sort of sweet spot in time to book is about three, maybe four weeks in advance. Three weeks, I think, is perfect timing because you'll know how many available times there are and how actually expensive it's going to be. So that's what I recommend. Usually about three weeks in advance is you want, when you want to start booking your golf tee times. So uh, a lot of these places are just like any place else in the United States. Typically, you will book. Uh, sometimes they require a fee up front. Typically, that is not the case. If they do require a fee up front, it's typically a prepaid price, which is typically going to be locked in, and you typically cannot cancel at that point. Essentially, you are locking yourself into that time. I always recommend not to do that, to pay the little extra, to have the flexibility to cancel 24 hours before your tea time. And typically, that is the cancellation policy even here in Las Vegas. 24 hours before your tea time, you're able to cancel without a charge. But just know, if it's within that time, yes, they will definitely be taking your money out of that um, out of that pool. So uh, typically, uh, when you're booking, uh, you can book for a foursome, which typically, this is just like any place else. You book for the foursome, and you can all sort of show up at the golf course and pay separately. But just be careful if you book with sort of like a, uh, like a third party. Typically with third parties, because there are a few of them in Las Vegas, they make you charge up front. So typically, if you are booking through a third party, you have to be, you're charged all on one credit card, which typically, again, for most people who golf, they don't like to pay that way. They like to pay individually. So I usually recommend that you book directly with the golf course because it gives you that flexibility to pay on arrival as everybody sort of shows up. So there's no sort of, okay, man, you owe me like 100 bucks for this round. It's nice to be able to sort of split it up and do it pretty normal. So we do have a lot of third-party booking sites for Las Vegas just because it's one of those big touristy attractions. So you kind of have to you know watch out for them. Sometimes they offer you good deals. Sometimes they get you in when you can't find reservations online. You're able to book through third-party sites and uh, go from there. Uh, I believe one of them, oh, I forgot the name of one of them. It is called... Oh, man, I can't think it off the top of my head, but if I remember it, I'll bring it up later in the pod, obviously. So um, just wanted to kind of go over some of those little intricacies to booking in Las Vegas. Other little booking notes that you should keep track of. Typically, and I don't know if this is like the case on the East Coast because I've always golfed on the West Coast in, you know, in the past. The earlier during the summer is typically the best, but also can be the most expensive part of the day because most people want that, you know, 5:30, 6, 7 o'clock tea time because that's when it is the coolest in the summertime. So just note if you're coming to Vegas in the summer, it can get up to 110 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you're working in Celsius, that's about 42, 43 degrees Celsius. So it is extremely hot here in the summertime. And yes, it is very taxing, especially if you haven't built up to it. So I actually went golfing a couple weeks ago. And it had only hit maybe 92, which that's actually, you know, very, very normal for Las Vegas. But since I hadn't been golfing in a while, 
the sun really got to me. So a couple ways to actually deter that, make sure that you are drinking a lot of water. And that's not just when you're golfing. You should drink a lot of water prior to going golfing because you are going to sweat all that water out and you're going to be start becoming dehydrated. You'll get headaches and that's never good. So it's always good to hydrate before you go out golfing and you'll have a much better time. Also, number two, make sure that you are drinking water while you're there, obviously, but also make sure that you take a cool towel with you, a cold towel that you can get typically, you know, from you can typically get it from the clubhouse, which is always a good way to do it. And then you can water it down with, you know, water from the, uh, oh my goodness, water from the snack bar, obviously, uh, and just keep it in your cooler, keep it on ice if you can ahead of time. And when you're getting really, really hot and you feel like you deserve it, go ahead and put that water just on your ears is really, really important on the back of your neck and even on your arms and your legs because it will actually cool your temperature down and actually be a much more enjoyable time out there on the golf course. Uh, so uh, that's what I recommend. That's what works for me. Use just a cold towel on my ears, on my face, on my neck, and I'm usually good to go at that point. So that's another thing. Make sure you are well hydrated and have a cool towel with you when you're golfing here in Vegas. It is very, very hot. That is probably the biggest thing is the heat. So just make sure that you are staying hydrated. But again, those early tea times are the most coveted ones because Yes, I know it's early, but you get to get out there, you're up, it's not super hot, and you can get out and enjoy the golf course. So again, those really early times can be expensive. Sometimes they're actually, sometimes it's actually cool because because they're so early that nobody's going to golf at that time that you actually get a cheaper time at, or cheaper price at that time of the day as well. Really the money times where it's going to be the most expensive to golf in Vegas, especially in the summer, is going to be that like 7.30, 7.50, all the way up until maybe like 9.30 tee times are the most expensive because those are the most comfortable times to wake up for golfers. And again, you're still not in the teeth of the heat, if you will. Uh, that's typically when the prices will be the most expensive. That's when you're getting into the, you know the premium pricing for that particular day. Typically, this is good to know as well, after 11 o'clock to noon, that's when you start seeing the prices go down because it's one, the most the hottest part of the day. It's usually not the most premium part of the day either because you are behind a bunch of other people that have been golfing all day, so it takes a little bit longer. And sometimes if you go really late, like let's just say two, three o'clock in the afternoon, you are basically racing the sun to be actually uh, to actually finish your round. So just note that those times typically after about two or three go down exponentially because you may not get your entire round in. And no, you don't get to come back and golf more on those days. Um, another thing to note is if you do rent any clubs, typically club rentals in Las Vegas range between fifty and seventy-five dollars, depending on how nice the course is. So typically, that seventy-five dollar price, you are going to like private clubs. You're going to the like two to $300 round places, which typically offer really nice clubs at that point. Usually it's like TaylorMade or Callaway's are the most popular brands that are loaned out. Typically Callaway's is kind of what you're going to get. And that is always arranged through the clubhouse and you can always book it in advance and also get that price included into your tea time as well. So um, I think I actually kind of went over most of these like little idiosyncrasies that you should know about booking in Las Vegas. Uh, most places that you have to get to typically take between 15 and 25 minutes to get to, um, except one of these is actually quite far, so do not 
sort of build that into this particular time because it can take up to 30 to 40 minutes to get to one of these places depending on where you are in the city. So um, I already ranked number five, which is Revere Lexington over in Henderson. So uh, number four, one of my more favorite courses to play is the Bally High Golf Course, which you've probably seen if you've ever flown into Las Vegas. It is the golf course just south of the Strip or south on the Strip, right next to the Mandalay Bay. And it is a tropical style course, which you're going to get lots of lots of palm trees and really, really white uh, bunkers, which is really, really cool because most of the bunkers here do not look like that. So it's sort of like sandy beach uh, for Bally High for their bunkers, which hopefully you're not inside of those bunkers most of the day. So uh, Bally High, uh, their prices actually not too, too bad. Um, they're $169 up into $250, which that's sort of like the range as well. And again, those are also... Of course, dynamic pricing, so it always changes. A couple unique features about Bally High is you have, uh, especially on number, I want to say number seven or number eight, a beautiful shot looking at the Mandalay Bay. It's really, really picturesque, and I always recommend people take pictures on that tee box because it's so cool, and I think everybody thinks about this, of being able to play golf with one of the most popular backdrops uh, in the distance, which would be the Las Vegas Strip. And I remember I knocked a ball right down the middle of the fairway on that particular hole. It's just sort of like against the freeway, looking straight at the Mandalay Bay as you see your ball sort of glide into sort of the gilded wall that is the Mandalay Bay. So, uh, again, a couple unique features about Bally High. Uh, Bally High does not have a warm-up range in terms of driving ranges, so that's kind of a negative, but they do have a nice practice range in terms of chipping and putting. They have a very, very nice bar that you can sit at and actually just sort of finish out your day. It overlooks uh, a couple of the holes, which is quite nice, uh, and one of them is actually facing a par three with water, which is really, really fun to sort of just watch people and see if they can, you know, land it on the green. But uh, really, really, really nice clubhouse, really, really nice restaurant and um, highly recommended. But a unique feature about Bally High is that they do have some of the four caddies or uh, they always have sort of sexy names for them. But they do have caddies there that are normal. And they also have caddies that are, let's just say, a little bit friendlier. So these girls, uh, they are all female for the most part. Uh, you can hire them for the day to be your caddy. I believe it's around $200 to $250 for uh, a four caddy, if you will. And they will be able to assist up to two guests at one time. So typically, they're there to sort of create an atmosphere. They're there to sort of help you read putts, maybe help you hit the ball. Who knows? Um, I've never gotten one because I never felt compelled to have one. Uh, but it can be really fun for like a bachelor party or if you're just like a guy's trip and you want to have a good time or ladies, if you want to have other ladies with you, I guess at the same time. But they're all dressed up. They have like little short skirts and it's a whole sort of thing. So they have these across the nation. But again, people always, you know, like something a little bit sexy in Las Vegas. Uh, but these uh, services tend to cost, and again, it's just golfing. Nobody get any crazy ideas uh, with these girls because, again, these are they are here to be your caddy for this particular round, uh, and that is about a two hundred two hundred and fifty dollar markup on top of the greens fees of these, of course. Um, and I did forget to mention, because I know that some people don't do this sort of standard, is that all these prices include a golf cart. So most of these places will include a golf cart 
typically there are there's really no walking uh, on any of our courses. You can, but some of them require you to take a golf cart. So uh, that was Bally High. I'll move on to Paiute Golf Resort, which Paiute Golf Resort is my number three favorite courses that I've played, especially if you want something that's a little bit of a hybrid of a desert style course and also a English style uh, an English style links course. Uh, reason being is that when you are playing Paiute, which Paiute is just north of the Las Vegas Strip, it's about from where I live, which is in Henderson, which is a south, you know, southeast part of Las Vegas. You're looking at about a 40 minute drive to get to the Paiute Golf Resort. So it is a little bit of a trek. It's almost like you're going to essentially Reno, and then out of nowhere, you just kind of see this oasis of a golf course, which has, uh, I believe, three. 18-hole uh, golf courses located on it, which are unique and a little bit different, but they all kind of finish the same way with a water hole, which is quite nice and, you know, very picturesque. But typically, you get a lot of wind, so it can get very, very windy when you go play at the Paiute Golf Resort because it is so flat. It's sort of the plains of Nevada, so just be ready to deal with some wind when you go out there, but that sort of adds to the whole sort of fun to it, it's sort of being like a British-style links course. So, that is the Paiute Golf Resort. They also have a very, very nice clubhouse. It's very, very large and has a really nice uh, restaurant, bar, and, of course, the clubhouse where you can buy any items as well. And they also have a really, really good practice course, uh, practice course, uh, practice area just outside of the clubhouse. So um, the Paiute Golf Resort, depending on, you know, what time of the year you go, uh, I sort of looked at the summertime pricing would range for you, depending on the day, of course, between $169 and $250, which again, can be quite steep, especially if it's going to be a foursome that's very, very pricey, but you'd be looking between $260 and $260, sorry, $160 and $250. So as I move up the list, this is another place that I just played and I shot at 81, which I was a par away on 18 to show to 79. That would be my lowest round ever. But either way, this is Bears Best, which is located in Summerlin, which that is on the west side of town. And you sort of hit into the beautiful red rocks of Red Rock Canyon. And this is a very unique course because Bears Best is a Jack Nicholas inspired golf course where they actually, he is the designer of the golf course. And it is 18 of his favorite holes that he's ever played in in his career. He actually has a few of, Bear, a few of these Bears Best uh, across the nation, and this Bears Best costs between $150 to $169, which actually isn't too, too terrible for a course of this stature. Uh, the cool sort of unique parts about Bears Best is you have beautiful sweeping views of the Las Vegas Strip. You also get very unique holes. For example, they have one that's from Acapulco, which actually has black sand as their uh, bunkers, and they also have another one from Colorado where they've, I just found this out, imported thousands of Colorado pine trees to the city of Las Vegas and just sort of line the entire golf course this way. Another thing is it has beautiful sights of these huge, huge mansions, which is always nice when you're sort of surrounded by all this money in terms of, you know, if you're golfing, this is what you're surrounded by. So that would be located in Summerlin, which that is uh, west of the Strip, which is just... I would say about five minutes away from Red Rock Canyon, or sorry, a Red Rock Casino, which is where you can go after to have a drink if you'd like. But Bears Best also does have a very nice 
clubhouse. Uh, bar is okay. They really don't have a good snack bar area. So I would go to Bear's Best and then go someplace else for drinks for sure. But again, the Bear's Best ranges between 150 169 And again, after 12 o'clock, you tend to have deals that you can sort of swipe up uh, and, and you and utilize to your best ability. So uh, moving on to number one, my number one favorite course that I've ever played in Las Vegas is Rio Seco, which is located over in Henderson. Uh, those prices for Rio Seco range between $201 and $281. And I have to say it is worth every penny if you're ever, ever able to go. Uh, so they have a golf cart in front, a check-in. Uh, what do you call him? A ranger? Yeah, the check-in guy. Either one, the starter, there we go. And uh, yeah, so Rio Seiko is just a beautiful, beautiful course that has many, many different elements to it that make it difficult. And what's really great, what I love about Rio Seiko is that you're really playing two different courses, so two different nine holes. The front nine is the much more difficult part where you're actually having to shoot you know, into blind shots. You have a lot of shots into canyons. Uh, you have a lot of control shots as well and a lot of risk versus reward shots. And it's just really, really fantastic. And they always have beautifully manicured greens. They also have beautifully manicured fairways. And again, just everything's top notch. They have really, really great golf carts, which is fantastic. They have a... Uh, they have the bar cart or they have the um, the cart girl, which is typically how we reference it, uh, which is really fan. She's oh, he's been there for such a long time. She's actually hitting celebrity shots as well. But really what you are getting out of Rio Seiko, you are getting a challenging golf course that really makes you decide how you want to play the golf course for the front nine. And the back nine opens up and really gives you holes that you can attack as you go down the entire mountain. But Really, really great golf course. Highly recommend Rio Seiko. Most of these places are desert-style golf courses where you do have to contend with the surrounding desert areas in Las Vegas. So that's Rio Seiko, which that's $201-281 per round at Rio Seiko. Hey, everybody. This is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential. Just letting you know about a new podcast that we have out. It's called Last Night in Vegas with me. Brian Ortega. Hopefully you're able to listen to it. Um, it'll be periodically put out throughout the week. And usually if I go out in the evening, you'll probably be hearing a podcast about how that night went. So make sure to check out our new podcast, Last Night in Vegas, presented by Neon Smoke Productions. We did it. We made it through our top five. Now to kind of run down the list of the most affordable of these golf courses. So a couple of these places, um, again, you do have to sort of drive off the strip and get there. But one of them, one of my favorites, is called Chimera, which is located in Henderson as well. Chimera, Chimera, a little bit of a trek. But once you get out there, it's just a beautiful, beautiful, uh, just a very beautiful course, especially if you are an amateur golfer. This place is beautiful. It's really kept up. The greens are always magnificent, and the fairways are always beautifully manicured. And again, you're sort of in this sort of like old community, this uh, old person's community, if you will. And you have this beautiful golf course. And Chimera is just really great. They have a good practice area. And uh, the bar is okay. The bar is very, very, you know, it's not my favorite. But 
Chimera is a great place. It ranges between $114 to $138, and I would say it's worth every penny if you end up going to Chimera. So to run through the other two affordable options is the Las Vegas National Golf Club, which that's located very close to the Strip, I would say next to the Sahara Hotel, and you have to sort of weave your way to get there. But Las Vegas National Golf Club, it's between $49 and $89, so it's actually one of the more affordable golf courses in Las Vegas. And you have the beautiful distinction, the Las Vegas National Golf Club, of hosting a one Mr. Tiger Woods, who won his very first PGA tournament at the Las Vegas National Golf Club. So uh, even though it sounds like a very pompous name, Las Vegas National Golf Club, it is a public course. You can walk in and play anytime that you want. And that is the Las Vegas National Golf Club. So uh, really, really, really standard hotel, to be honest with you. Also, fun fact, that one of the characters from Casino has his house on the grounds at the Las Vegas National Golf Club. So uh, moving on to one more, we do have Desert Pines Golf Club, which I played this over the last year or so. And it's actually great. It's really close to Fremont Street. So that's really good if you're staying on Fremont, like at places like Circa or Golden Nugget or the D. And you're able to get a really, really high-level golf course close to the Strip. They also have a huge practice facility with double-deck driving ranges, which is you never see in this town. But again, I digress. So moving on to this whole bit is... Desert Pines is great. Desert Pines is a very simple course. It's a little tight in some places. You can really hit the ball off the tee if you want to, or you can play a little bit more conservative. So Desert Pines certainly knows how to manicure and use their guests' best abilities for what uh, what they can you know get taken care of. So uh, moving on. So moving on to some of the uh, bucket list places that I've never golfed at in Las Vegas yet. Um, the most expensive golf courses would be these three, obviously. So we'd be looking at Shadow Creek, which Shadow Creek has a very interesting story. It's owned by MGM Resorts and is exclusively basically made for their casino invited guests. And they're the only ones who can get a reservation on a Friday or a Saturday here in Las Vegas. So uh, Shadow Creek, typically $700 or more for their particular greens fees. That includes the caddy that will go with you 100%. We don't want to see what you'll get into when you're down there. But the uh, caddy, it's just a normal caddy. Don't get too, too crazy. But Shadow Creek is located just north of the Las Vegas Strip, sort of close to the, um, the uh, what's what I'm looking for, uh, the center of the Las Vegas, you know, of Las Vegas in general. But um, yeah, Shadow Creek, what can you say? I've never played it. It's on the bucket list that I want to play there. Uh, everyone says it's, you know, fantastic. And just the idea of why people talk about it is that it is a full 18-hole golf course in the middle of the desert, and it's just beautiful, lush, green with lots of trees. And it just happens. People sort of just kind of start coming at you. So anyway, so that was Shadow Creek, which Shadow Creek, when it first opened or first started working there, it was $500 a person. Then we had Top Gun Maverick come in, and now here we are. So uh, typically, it does get more expensive. I said Top Gun Maverick. Oh, my God. It's getting late. So uh, t what I wanted to say was is that I had the match over at Shadow Creek long, long time ago between 
Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, and it was 500 bucks. Now it is $700. A couple important rules to know about Shadow Creek is that Shadow Creek, you can only play there if you are staying at an MGM property, and you do have to take their transportation, which is typically a limousine from your hotel to Shadow Creek. And again, these do not include the prices for the caddies. So another one that is close to, this is actually the closest of the strip because it is on the strip, and that is the Wynn Golf Club, which the Wynn Golf Club, I, last time I checked for my concierge contact, was $600 a round. And then if you were a local, you get a deal on it, so you, it's only $550 a round. So thank you so much. But the Wynn Golf Club, gaining notoriety for all of its... Uh, matches that they hold there. It's a beautiful, lush park-style course. They've changed around a couple of the holes. They were going to knock it down and then open up a lake. They decided not to. They built back the Wynn Golf Club, and aren't they glad they did? It just looks great on TV every single time that you're able to watch it. So uh, moving on, sort of just down the road, is Cascada, which Cascada used to be Caesar's pro uh, the Caesars property, uh, fancy golf course that they would send their people because Shadow Creek is obviously MGM Resorts. So at this point, Cascada looking for around $465. I just checked, uh, you know, a couple moments ago, but they do have what's called the double down pricing, which that is $600, which includes Cascada as well as Rio Seco. And I believe like less than four or five days you're able to use it. But just know that Cascada is a beautiful golf course. It has beautiful incorporation of the mountains around it where really it feeds all the balls down towards the middle of the fairways. But it's sort of open but a little bit tight when you get into the unique portions of this golf course. But that is Cascada, which does, again, require that you play with a caddy to make sure you're not getting into too much shenanigans out there on the golf course. So... Uh, a couple private golf courses, if you're able to get on these places or know the person who works here, uh, that would be Dragon Ridge, Southern Highlands, any of these country clubs. These are sort of the marquee ones that you'd want to check out. Dragon Ridge and Southern Highlands, which Southern Highlands is in, I believe, South Henderson as well. So I ran through it. We had a lot of stuff to get to. We had our favorite golf courses, our most expensive golf courses, the private golf courses, and the affordable ones as well, which I think did a pretty good job covering most of that. So um, if you are still listening at this point, I will give you some of my restaurant week schedule. I'm hopefully going to be going to eat at Milo's or Milo's, which is the Greek restaurant over at the Palazzo that I've been wanting to try for so, so long, but it's just so, so expensive. So I decided that I was going to try it for restaurant week for lunch. And then I also checked out uh, Bouchon has a very, very nice menu that I'm really excited to try because they say they have some of the best French fries in the entire world. I will be the judge of that. And then, uh, just added, they did add Amalfi, which is Bobby Flay's restaurant over inside of Caesar's Palace. And again, I'm very, very excited to try this place. I've been wanting to try it forever. I wanted to try it when I went to go see Adele for the first time. But finally, I'm able to get in there and check out their Bronzino. I'm going to check out their Tiramisu. I'm going to check out what they have. They have way weird things going on in their appetizer dishes. So I'm really excited to try some of that. And that's going to be coming up, I believe, later this week. So I think Wednesday we're going to do some lunch options. Thursday will be dinner. And then Friday we'll be doing dinner as well. So hopefully I can stick to the food, uh, the uh, Las Vegas foodie or restaurant week coda, which is 
hopefully I could try as many places as I can. So uh, that is sort of the restaurant week itinerary for this week here in Las Vegas. So hopefully this was an educational podcast about golfing in Las Vegas, pricing and all that other good stuff. I didn't go over tipping. So just so you know, you, yes, you should 100, you should definitely tip the guy that cleans your clubs. If he cleans your clubs, throw him a five. He'll be happy for the entire day. I don't think it's required that you have to tip the person who's picking up your bag because honestly you could have did that. And you kind of just go with it. So uh, that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I think we covered most of it. But again, if you do any of these things, feel free to reach out. If you have any questions, I can look up pricing and then go from there. So this was Concierge Confidential. Hopefully you guys go out and experience some of these beautiful golf courses. And if not, just get outside and enjoy some of the sun. But for now, if you do go to Las Vegas and you take pictures of something beautiful, but if you do, remember, keep it confidential. Okay.